I'm Jane Barrick, and I'm passionate about adult education and lifelong learning. I'm also the creator of a membership community called the Adult Learning Hub, an exclusive space for adult learning professionals to more confidently navigate a new world of work together. Whether you train new police recruits or you're a higher ed instructor, you teach adult ESL or head up learning programs in a corporate environment, we all find ourselves in an unprecedented point in history, a world that is shifting dramatically before our eyes, requiring greater agility, resourcefulness, and enthusiasm towards learning itself. In this podcast, I ask big questions like how do we navigate these changing times? How do we better facilitate the learning of adults in our context, given the complex factors now at play? And what are the stories, experiences, and ideas that shape us as practitioners and what we do? In today's episode, I talk about who is an educator of adults, what makes us unique, and the power of andragogy or adult learning theory in today's world. I'm glad you're here. Cozy up, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get into it. Okay, so full disclosure. When I was in high school in Canada, I had a subscription to a few teen magazines, and I used to live for doing the quizzes at the back. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? Like, he might be in love with you if, or 10 signs you're a classic Libra, or take this test to find out what you're going to be when you grow up. Classic. (laughs) Well, I have a kind of quiz for you today. Maybe not like the one you've seen in your teen magazine growing up, but I'm wondering if you tick any of these boxes today in your professional life. All right, get a pen and a piece of paper. Do you, A, love helping someone achieve an outcome or a result important to them? Or B, do you often find yourself in situations where you are informally teaching, mentoring, or relaying information to groups of people? Or C, are you tasked with developing creative ways to engage your staff through learning while everyone is still working remotely? Or D, when formally training or teaching, are you preoccupied with finding more suitable approaches that resonate with adults? All right, how many boxes did you tick? (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you got at least one, you might be an adult educator. Your job title, role, or responsibilities don't automatically mean you are one, in fact, or that you assume or take on this identity, but adult educators, they can be found in many corners and sometimes unlikely pockets of the world. You might even be one and not know it. For example, perhaps you empower military wives in the U.S., or you educate parents on the process of adoption in Canada. You might even write educational material online in Spain, or you instruct intergenerational art classes for families in your community in the UK. You could even be a healthcare professional that advocates for client learning in France. Sometimes adult learning itself is happening around us in our jobs, but we don't know exactly what to call it. Let's work from an example with four people that I want to tell you about. Let's see if you can spot the differences between them. So we have an experienced instructor, Deborah, and she walks into her training session and she says, today I'm going to teach you how to perform CPR. And she takes out her materials and immediately starts teaching. However, Tom, on the flip side, in the room next to Deborah, who teaches the same course, he says, by the end of this session, you will have practiced and learned how to perform CPR correctly and confidently so that you're prepared to help someone survive 
a cardiac arrest outside a hospital. It's a big difference. (laughs) There's also Bill. So Bill is in the mix. He is a corporate learning and development specialist. That's his job title. And he is tasked with onboarding new employees to his organization. He might quote unquote, train new staffers or newbies about the company values or have them sit in a session to understand how the organization is structured. And this can happen nowadays, face-to-face or virtually. This is usually how things might go for a new person. However, someone like Mark in the same position, he instead assigns a new employee with a task to speak to a cross-section of, let's say, five other employees and have them answer questions informally about examples of where they have seen the values in action in that workplace. And then the new people, they present to their fellow newbies on what they learned during those conversations. Not only have they discovered more about the company values through informal interactions with their peers, but they've also started to build relationships They've even informally practiced their presentation skills. They might have even gone for a beer together after work. Bonus, right? (laughs) Well, take a moment to think about what you just heard. What are the differences between these four people? Well, I certainly know who I would rather be in a room with, don't you? The differences between their approaches as I see it is due to a lovely little word called andragogy. Okay, so what's funny is I just asked my husband, who's an engineer, if he's heard of this word before, and he thought andragogy was a 90s grunge band. (laughs) And I told him, very close, sweetheart, very close. (laughs) So a short history then in andragogy. Malcolm Knowles, he's considered to be the father of andragogy. You might have heard this before, or adult learning theory. European adult educators, they coined this word to identify a kind of growing body of knowledge about adult learning. And it was Dr. Knowles who wrote the book, The Adult Learner, A Neglected Species. And this was published in 1973. He says that an adult educator recognizes that adults are first self-directed. So what does this term mean? You might've come across it before, but let me go into a bit more depth. And specifically, how is this relevant to adult educators today? So being self-directed means that adults, they need to know the why of what they're learning and the reason or why the piece of skill or knowledge is helpful for them in their careers or in their lives. So like Mark, he understood that values are attached to action and having his newbies meet others in the organization first, it informally communicates to them that They prioritize relationship building and working well together, this sort of values in action. Secondly, being self-directed means that adults learn through doing, especially when making mistakes or gaining experience. Experience really is the best teacher, am I right? (laughs) Putting someone in the driver's seat of their own learning is vital for uptaking new skills. And COVID, as we've seen, this is an incredible example of learning through doing because we had to. Our habits were disrupted, workplaces were closed, and we found ourselves learning to manage multiple factors in our personal and professional lives, all in the midst of a global pandemic. Thirdly, being self-directed means that adults are, in fact, problem solvers by nature. 
they take the initiative to how they go about solving these problems, in fact. In the case of the CPR training, for example, Tom, he understood that CPR training is a way of preventing someone's death, a really high stakes situation. So learning in this low stake environment, in this context, it becomes an act of giving someone the confidence to do their best to help prevent something bad in future, essentially solving a problem. Lastly, self-directedness means that adults understand or they can learn best when they can immediately apply, apply something new. Can they better manage their money, for example, as a result of taking a course? Can they code their own website immediately after they exit the room? Or can they submit a successful job application or increase their eligibility for a promotion in their place of work? So why should we care about adult learning theory and andragogy and adults being self-directed and adult learners? Why should we care? about this in our workplaces, our businesses, and institutions today. Well, when we understand how adult learning happens, we'll have an even greater impact for those whose learning that we're tasked with, the workplaces that we operate in, and in the communities that we serve. You will see better performance, according to the research, a sense of belonging, higher engagement, better attendance, and increased outcomes. As in the example with Mark, there were so many other results that were achieved uh, through making the learning about the company values as a self-directed task. Each new person probably ended up building relationships, practicing their presentation skills. And with this kind of informal learning being on the rise in our workplaces and learning and work being closely tied now more than ever, we want to have impact, but we want to do it in the right way. Secondly, if you call yourself an educator of adults, you have the power to develop and sustain your practice and what you do in a particular way. Sometimes I see practitioners trying to use a kind of pedagogical approach to working with adults, but this is more about the education of children. And sometimes I see that, you know, we often work within the models that we were given in our formal schooling. However, Adult educators, they recognize that there are multiple ways to achieving a learning end. And sometimes this can be done through formal means, but also informal means as well. This also means my third point is that you're no longer in the margins. There are others who notice the same things as you about how adults learn, who speak the same language, essentially, or recognize the same things that you do. And even while you might operate in a marginalized context, like instructing language learners in Mongolia or instructing a knitting class for men in the U.S., when, when we name ourselves as educators of adults or see our learners as having valuable insights and experience to share, we can join with others who are also tasked with the learning of adults in different communities of practice where we can better align ourselves and check and challenge our assumptions and shift the way that we do things. This also furthers the field of adult education itself and shed, sheds light on the sometimes underrepresented populations we serve or the perspectives that we take on in our work. Finally, 
when we are educators of adults, when we claim that identity, we can reflect on what we do and not take for granted these prescriptive techniques for training or instructing. And we begin to ask ourselves more important questions, I believe. If I was a learner in this context, for example, would I want to participate? What helps me learn something new? Am I capturing the experience in this room? What insights are being represented and which ones are not? Adult learning really is everywhere. It doesn't just happen in one context with a particular group of people formally studying, studying a single subject. Yes, there is formal learning that we facilitate in many of our roles, but educators of adults, they can be found in the most unlikely of places. And the guiding principles that we operate under in terms of how adults learn or adult learning theory in our context, it can really enhance what we do and signal to us the professional communities we might want to participate in to get support and insight and the voices that we need to prioritize in our careers, whether it be reading current research in the field or listening to our own voice within and understanding where good learning for adults comes from and how to enhance it in the places we work and in our communities. So, are you an educator of adults? And do you find yourself in a changing world requiring you to be even more creative and innovative in your approach to facilitating learning for adults? I'd really love to hear from you. Email me at jane at theadultlearninghub.com. I would love to learn from your experience or hear your journey in the world of adult learning. Maybe even have you as a guest on this podcast. Thank you for joining me today in this episode. See you next week and have a great day. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you're an adult learning professional looking for a community of like-minded peers where we can all navigate a new world of work together more confidently, come and join us. Go to theadultlearninghub.com for more information on membership opportunities.